Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... Millions of people will be watching this Sunday to hear who the Oscar will go to. Not many will be thinking about what legal problems might come up, but one person who will be thinking just that is John Quinn. He's one of the country's top trial lawyers and founder of the global law firm Quinn Emanuel. He's also the general counsel of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, and he joins us now. Thanks so much for being here, John. It's great to be here, June. Nice to talk to you. You are known as a litigator. How did you get involved with the Academy? Well, back, I've been the general counsel of the Academy since 1986. And before that, I was the Academy's counsel for intellectual property matters. So the Oscar statuette itself is a copyrighted work of art. The word Academy Awards and the word Oscars are trademarks of the Academy. And these rights are registered in the United States and in about 100 countries around the world. So I, I started doing that type of litigation and inf- intellectual property enforcement work for the Academy back before 1986. Well, we just played a little clip there, so don't come after us. There's, <laughs> there's already been controversy around this year's Oscars. The show's host pulled out after a scandal, so there'll be no host in a somewhat changed format. What kind of prep work have you been doing before the show? Well, this isn't the first time, of course, that the Oscars have not had a single host for the show. So that's not something that hasn't happened before. But there's a lot of work that goes into preparing for the Oscars. I mean, there are contracts, of course, with talent that appear, vendors. Of course, there's uh, in place a very important contract with ABC, which has been the Academy's broadcast partner for many years. There are events that happen on the red carpet, all of which are covered by agreements. So, I mean, there's a lot that, from a legal standpoint that goes into the show. And then also, it's very important that the Academy know who's in every seat in the show. They, with a show that maybe will be watched by potentially a billion people around the world, many of them live, they need to know who's in the auditorium. And every year, there are people who try to Uh, sneak into the show. There are enforcement issues. There's a police substation. Sometimes there are actually arrests made at the show. Last year, somebody stole an Oscar, Francis Dorman's Oscar, from the Governor's Awards party afterwards. So there's a lot of legal issues that come up. (laughs) The biggest mistake I can think of on air was Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway announcing the wrong Best Picture winner in 2017, La La Land instead of Moonlight. How did you handle the problems that must have arisen from that? Well, I mean, there was a mix-up. Price Waterhouse, the wrong envelope was given. Uh, you can imagine there was very extensive debriefing with Price Waterhouse after that episode. Additional measures were put in place to try to make sure that something embarrassing like that did not happen again. Last year, the hashtag at the Oscars was hashtag me too. Four years ago, it was hashtag Oscars so white. Did you play any role in addressing the concerns of those movements? 
Well, in a general sense, yes. You know, the Oscar is so wide issued. I mean, the Academy implemented a program where they very aggressively recruited. They had an outreach to members of minority communities and added hundreds of more members with diverse backgrounds in addition to governors with diverse backgrounds. And, of course, we were consulted and involved in designing those programs. So so I, I would say, and to the extent there are legal issues that are implemented on those things, we were involved in that. What's the biggest problem you faced in these decades as general counsel? Oh, gosh. Uh, fortunately, there haven't been. Uh, the Academy hasn't really had major issues. From time to time, there have been legal challenges, believe it or not, where someone thought that they should have gotten a credit for a, a producer Oscar mm-hmm. or somehow their film was you know, not nominated, but it's been many years since we've had a case like that. One year there was a foreign language film that was disqualified because it was submitted as a film from Paraguay when actually it was a Brazilian film. Uh-huh. The Academy is an organization of about 400 employees, so you can imagine from time to time there are HR issues that come up. I mentioned the intellectual property issues, trademark copyright issues. I would say the biggest single issue was many years ago, perhaps 20 years ago, there was a challenge to the Oscars copyright itself, the statuette. And there was an argument made that uh, we had lost the copyright in the Oscar because it was given away without a copyright notice before 1941 and that it was in the public domain. Ultimately, we won that argument. That is interesting. So where will you be during the show on Sunday night? Well, after uh, the red carpet and uh, the Dolby Lounge, I will be in the in the auditorium enjoying the show. Enjoying the show, or, or you're looking out for things in particular? I'm going to do my best to enjoy the show. <laughs> All right. Well, um, it's amazing that you do. How much of your time does this take, actually? We have about a minute here, because you have such a heavy litigation practice. Well, you know, it's not just me. There's a lot of my partners who work on different issues that come up. There might be insurance issues during the course of the year, insurance coverage issues, intellectual property issues, as I mentioned, human resources and employment issues. So my time personally, it's not a lot of my time, but for our firm as a whole, the different lawyers that get involved with the different types of issues, like the museum the Academy's building this fantastic museum that'll be the number one museum in the world on motion picture study. It's a $300 million project. If you count all the time that all our lawyers put in, it's not it's a considerable amount of time. Thanks so much for being on the show, John. Enjoy Sunday night. I hope nothing comes up to take your attention away from the show. That's John Quinn of Quinn Emanuel, and he's general counsel of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.